You are listening to the weekly podcast of Apostolic Church of Jesus Christ in Troy, Ohio. We pray you enjoy today's message. We're reading a man in Matthew chapter 9, verse 21, Mark 5, verse 28, a man, Luke chapter 8, 41 to 56. Our title today is Let Go and Let God Handle It. Let go and let God handle it. Everybody repeat that after me. Say, let go and let God handle it. Our PowerPoints are, amen, the value of believing. Don't let past troubles control your present. Focus on what God can do, not what he hasn't done. Choose to let God handle it. In Luke chapter 8, 41 to 56, let us read, and it reads responsibly, And behold, there came a man named Jairus. He was a ruler of the synagogue. He fell down at, the, at Jesus' feet and besought him that he would come to his house. And a woman having an issue of blood, 12 years, which has spent all her living upon physicians, neither could be healed of any. And Jesus said, Who touched me? When all denied Peter, and they that were with him said, Master, the multitude throng thee, and press thee, and sayest thou, Who touched me? And when the woman saw that she was not hid, she came and trembling and falling down before him, she declared unto him before all the people for what cause she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. While he yet spake, there cometh one from the ruler of the synagogue's house, saying to him, Thy daughter is dead, trouble not the master. And when he came into the house, he suffered no man to go in, say Peter and James and John, and the father and mother of the maiden. And they laughed him to scorn, knowing that she was dead. And her spirit came again, as she arose straightway, and he commanded, commanded to give her meat together. We're astonished, but he charged them that they should tell no man what was done. Let everybody say amen as you're being seated. Amen. And talking to Elder Rick this week, he said, praise the Lord to everybody. Amen. Looking forward to the day that he'll be able to come back out. Amen. Praise God and looking for God to do great things. Amen. In our today's, again, the message is let go and let God handle it. I believe we're living in a time where mankind is trying to handle everything. We're living in a time where they don't want you to be dependent upon nobody and nothing. You can fix it yourself. They got all the books out there, fix it yourself books. 
They got all they, they have. It seemed like, I don't know about you, but it seemed like there's medicines on a, just about every commercial. Take this medicine, take that medicine. This will do that for you. But if you listen to the fine print, it can cause a lot of things. It can cause suicidal tendencies. It can cause this, it can cause that. Mankind is trying to push God out of the way. America is trying to push God out of the way, amen, and begin to, amen, serve their own, their own selves. But there's nobody like Jesus. There's some things that only God can fix. There's some things only God can heal. There's some things only God can deliver. No, I'm not against doctors. I just pray that God will help the doctor. I'm not against medicine, but I believe that God can help work through the medicine, amen, and touch our bodies. But I also believe God can heal us where we don't need any medicine. Anybody believe that? Amen. God can still move. But you find today, we just want to encourage you. But the Lord's help to encourage you in the word of the Lord that victory for all of us can become a reality. We spoke on last week. Victory for all of us can become a reality if we are willing to let go and let God have it. Let God handle it. Everybody say, let God handle it. <laughs> let God handle it. Amen. Or let God have his way in our lives. We got to let God have his way because it's easy to try to do it our own way. But if I can let God have his way in, our, in my life, amen, things would be a whole lot better. Somebody shout amen. Praise God. If we can let God, amen, let go and let God handle, amen, today, we can say today, if we just let God handle it, amen, I, today I just want to spark or ignite with the Lord's help, amen, your faith in God's ability to perform his word in your life. If I could just spark your faith and ignite your faith a little bit, amen, that you'll start believing that God can still move, that God can still work, that God can still handle, amen, your situation. If I could just, amen, do it with the help of God, I believe there's nothing that God cannot do. Amen. There's nothing that God cannot work out. There's nothing that God cannot fix. There's nothing that God cannot bring you through. Amen. No matter how big this situation is, God is bigger than your troubles. God is greater than your problems. God is, amen, greater than your circumstances. I said God's greater. He's able to handle it and bring you through it. Somebody shout glory. There's nothing too big for God to handle. There's nothing too small for God to handle. Sometimes the problem is with, amen, with many is they don't want to take the small things to the Lord. They want to work the small things out themselves. But anybody ever hear the little foxes spoil the vine? It's not always the big things that trip up your mind. It's not always the big things that wear you down. It's the little things that creep in and begin to work against you. Have you ever tried to pray and little thoughts, little insignificant thoughts come to your mind while you're trying to pray? Anybody ever had that happen? And if you're not careful, they take over your prayer. You're praying, and you don't even know what you're talking about. Because you got a lot of thoughts going on in your mind. Has anybody been there? Anybody ever just rebuked their own thoughts, their own mind, and said, Lord, forgive me, and start all over again? Hey, Amen. Sometimes you got you to you you get yourself in, in check. You say, well, Pastor, you know, that might happen to you, but it don't happen to me. Well, it, it, it probably will one of these days. But we want to stay focused on the Lord. There's nothing, amen, too big for God to handle. And nothing too little for God to handle. Nothing so insignificant that God doesn't want to work out. He said a sparrow, a sparrow that most of us don't care about, a sparrow. We don't want, amen, we have sparrows that seem to like my wife's reef she puts on the door. 
and they like to get in there and put a little nest in there. Even when you don't, you try your best to keep them all, they build a little nest inside there, amen, and you'll find them birds that come and they lay their eggs and do all of that, amen, all because, amen, they found a small thing. Amen. Little things can come along and create big things. Because, you know, if you let the bird stay in the reef, amen, you'll find that uh, they'll have some residues that you've got to clean on a regular basis. All right. I don't know about anybody else, but I'm not into cleaning residues. I don't have no plastic bags and... I ain't knowing all that. You know, I don't, that's, that's, that's good for those who do. So we try to make sure that they don't get on there. The little things, everybody say the little things create bigger things. Amen. The little things, you know, this weekend, amen, was a, was a big thing, amen. Wife and I celebrated, amen, 41 years, amen, together. And I appreciate her today. Amen. God is good. Amen. 41 years. Amen. When somebody said, hey, my daughter said, wow. <laughs> Amen. That's a long time. Amen. But time goes by. Amen. Quickly. Amen. When you look back, amen. Yeah, it looks like a long time, but you know, it don't always feel like a long time. Amen. So God is good. But on that day, that weekend, we had some snow and stuff. It was snowing to beat the band, but I'm glad, amen, there's no snow this weekend. Praise God. But God is good. Everybody say, God's good. Amen. But you find that all we have to do is believe hey, that God can handle it. All I got to do is believe that God is able to work things out. All I got to do is believe that God can fix my situation. Amen. The PowerPoint says, amen, the value of believing. The value of believing, amen, you cannot put a value on believing. But if you can just believe that God can do what he said he can do, if you can just believe that God can still heal, if you can just believe that God can still open doors for you. If you can still believe that God can do it, amen, God is able to do it. Victory can still be ours, amen, if even if, listen to this, even if everything's not all right. Victory can be ours even if everything isn't all right. Victory cannot be stopped by situations. Victory cannot be stopped by circumstances. Amen. Spiritual victory is within. Amen. It's not, amen, it's your position in the Lord. Amen. It's, it's your position in the Lord. Whether you feel good, amen, or bad has nothing to do with it. Everybody say victory. Even when you don't feel victory or victorious, victory can still be yours. Walking in, walking in victory means to walk confidently and fearlessly because you know you are in Christ and Christ is in you. I may not feel my best. I may not look my best. I may not have the best. But I know that I am in Christ and Christ is in me. Amen. That's the victory we have on the inside. Even though things look bad, even though things may not be working out for what I wanted to work out for, I want you to know, amen, you can still have victory. Victory is still yours because I'm confident and I believe that Christ is in me and I'm in Christ. Look at somebody say, that's victory. Anybody glad for that? Listen, listen, listen. The Lord didn't say everything, amen, amen, in the natural would be peaches and cream. I mean, the Bible said man born of a woman is a few days. And what? Not, not just a little trouble. He said full of trouble. You don't have to ask for trouble. It just shows up. Somebody say amen. He said in John 16, 33, he said, you will have tribulation in this life. You're going to have some tribulation. You're going to have some trouble. You're going to have it. Everybody said, I'm going to have it. 
Don't think it's strange when fiery trials come at you. Don't think it's strange thinking the Lord already told us we're going to have some troubled time. We're going to have some headache time. We're going to have some time. But things ain't going to be what we want them to be. Somebody say amen. But he said, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. You're going to have tribulation in the world. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. In that same verse, he said, I've spoken to you that you might have joy. Wow. In this world, you're going to have tribulation. But be of good cheer. But be comforted. I have already overcome the world. In other words, victory's already yours, even if you don't feel it. Somebody say amen. Let go and let God handle it. Let go and let God work it out. Let go and say, God, I'm depending upon you to do the work. I don't know how you're going to do it. I don't know when you're going to do it. But, Lord, I'm still trusting in you. Somebody shout, I'm trusting you, Lord. Amen. Praise God. In Luke chapter 8, Luke chapter 8 is a good chapter. There's a lot of things going on in Luke chapter 8. There's some things, amen, that only God can fix in chapter 8. There's some things, amen, no doctor can fix. No lawyer can fix. Amen, no president can fix. Amen, no leader, no vice president, no, amen, anybody else can fix but God. There's no fixing book that can do it. Amen, only book that can do it is the word of God. But you've got to believe the word. In Luke chapter 8, you'll find, uh, amen, uh, the situations of crisis uh, and dilemmas uh, that only Jesus, uh, amen, could handle. Uh, the situations needed, uh, healing, deliverance, uh, amen, miracles uh, from Christ Jesus. Uh, amen, verse chapter, amen, chapter 8, verses 1 and 2, Jesus preached throughout every, amen, city, amen, and village. Amen, you'll find he preached. Amen. He, he was showing, amen, the good news, the glad tidings, amen, of the kingdom of God, amen, to the people. But then, amen, in that same verb, that verse, you find that Mary Magdalene was there, and she was possessed with seven demons, seven spirits. And he cast those spirits out of her. Amen. You'll find, amen, that she was set free. Amen. She was delivered from or healed of evil spirits. Amen. And infirmities. Amen. She was sick, had sickness, but she also was bound by some demons. Only Jesus could cure that. Only Jesus could deliver her. I said only Jesus could do it. Clap your hands and shout glory. Amen. You'll find, if you ever look at Mary Magdalene, she was a, an avid follower. She followed after the Lord. Uh, she was delivered. Uh, the Lord said that the one that's been delivered by much is going to love much. Uh, she had a love for the Lord. Anybody glad that you've been delivered from the power of darkness? And now you're in the light. The Bible says such were some of us. Amen. The Bible said in Ephesians chapter 2 that we follow the course of this world. Amen. They follow the prince of the air, that spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. We follow after the devil. I know nobody wants to hear it. But everybody says it's in the book. We didn't follow, we weren't followers after God. But how many glad that God say, Amen, change our lives. Amen. In verses, Amen. Amen. I believe three and four. Amen. You'll find, amen, that the Lord, amen, and one through three there, amen, the Lord did some great works. And you'll find that God allowed some women of, that had substance, they were able to give unto Jesus in verse three. So we come to verse four, you'll find from verse four through to verse 15, it talks about a parable. Of uh, the sword, and some fell upon the wayside, and some fell, amen, upon the thorny ground. Some fell upon the, amen, the stone ground, the stony ground, but some fell upon good ground. You see, what well, that was by the wayside, amen, the enemy came and took it away quickly. But, amen, it's all about the birds came and ate it. But the enemy come to take it. 
He don't want you to grab a hold of the word. Hey, anybody found that when you get blessed in church, the enemy quickly comes and attacks you and tries to steal your joy. Try to take your victory away. Soon as you go home, you get a phone call. Things begin to bother you. The enemy tries to take what God has given you away. That somebody don't let the devil know it's not going to work. <laughs> Praise God. You're fine. Amen. That which fell by the stony ground, it didn't get no root about itself. So it just withered up. That's why you see on them deserts, you don't see much growing. Some of them places in Arizona is too hot to grow. They don't have the lawn like we have lawn because some areas you can't grow nothing. Somebody say amen. Then you have those that fell upon the thorny ground and those that fell upon the thorny ground were those, amen, that what happened to them, amen, they got caught up in the entanglement of the world and it choked the life out of them. But then those that fell upon the good ground they fell on the good ground and were obedient to the word. And as they were obedient to the word, you'll find that they were blessed. Amen. They brought forth. And one verse is said, they brought forth 30, 60, and 100 fold. Amen. And this is said, and they brought forth. Amen. So you find they brought forth fruit. So all of that was through the Lord. Only the Lord can, amen, cause his word to become alive in us. But, but we have our part. We have to obey the word. If we go, amen, to the next, amen, from 19, to, let me see the amen, 19 to 21, you'll find that the Lord, amen, talked about who really belonged to him, that there was nobody had a spatial privilege unto him. His mother and brother came and wanted to talk to him. And the Lord said, who is my mother? Who is my brethren? But they that do the will of my father, those that obey, amen, God. Hey, brother, these are, they they hear the word of God and do it. Somebody shout amen. And from the next few verses, 22 to 25, you'll find the Lord is, amen, they were on a, amen, in a storm. And the Lord rebuked the wind, and the Lord rebuked the waves, and there was a great calm. And other chapters, another, another writer said, he said, peace, be still. And it was a great calm. And they were, they were astonished that even the winds and the waves obeyed the Lord. Amen. Saints, we serve a mighty God. I said we serve a mighty God. Just leading up to where we're at, this chapter has a lot of powerful points to it. But if you go, amen, the, the next, amen, phrase, 26, uh, amen, the 26th verse, uh, amen, to the 40th verse, you'll find there was a man at the tombs uh, that was possessed uh, that only God could deliver him out of. He had spirits. He had, I believe, legions. My name is Legion, which is many, which some say is 2,000 or more. Amen. Amen. You're fine. Amen. They tied him up. He was tied up out there. He broke things loose. He was wild. He was, amen, crazy. He had all those things going on. Amen. He lived in misery all his life, possessed for a certain length of time. But God stopped by. I said, but God stopped by. I said, only one that can deliver him was God. And God delivered him. Even, amen, done what the devils wanted. Put, sent them devils, those demons into some swine. They ran down the hill and died. But the man was delivered. And in his right mind, turned to somebody and said, only God can do it. Only God can do, set him free. Only God can. Amen. God was able to handle it. Hey, yes, he was. Amen. You go a little further. Amen. Now we're at the place where Jairus, amen, a ruler of the synagogue. Amen. You find that he had a daughter that now was sick. As we get to our text now, you'll find a man, a daughter that was sick, that was sick, sick. Amen. Around 12 years of age. And you'll find Amen. Because she was, amen, sick. Amen. He wanted her, amen, to be made whole. I want to just realize, amen, did you find that others of the synagogue, others of leadership, amen, like Nicodemus, he came to the Lord by night. He was worried about his reputation. But there comes a time, saints, when you're not going to worry about your name. You're not going to worry about your reputation. You're not going to worry about your status in community. Amen. Why? 
us when you need a help from God. None of that, all that goes out the window. Amen. You need God to move. Amen. The ruler came and fell down at his feet and besought the Lord. Lord, come to my house. My daughter is close to death. Paraphrase, she's close to death and I need you to come. And Jesus begins to follow. And as he begins to follow, hey man, you'll find, hey man, here comes a woman that has spent all her money trying to get better after 12 long years, hey man, of having an issue of blood, of bleeding for 12 long years. That's a long time. Most likely she could have been an anemic. Amen. Most likely she was weak and feeble. Amen. Because when your body, amen, is losing what it should have, amen, eventually it's going to affect your, your strength. Somebody say Amen. Can we just be real? She was unclean according to the law. She wasn't even supposed to be in town according to the law. She had to stay away from people according to the law. She had to stay unclean according to the law. But she heard about Jesus. Sometime you're going to try everything else. Uh, the song said, when you try everything and everything has failed, Try Jesus. If you tried everything and everything has failed, try Jesus. He'll be your dearest friend. Go with you the end. If you tried everything. Amen. And everything has failed. Try Jesus. We as the saints of God shouldn't be singing that song as a testimony now. We ought to be trying Jesus. First, somebody say amen. But long story short, she came with her mind made up. Amen. Matthew chapter 9, verse 21. She said within herself, if I but touch, amen, his garment, I shall be what? I shall be made whole. I shall be whole. Amen. Made whole. In Mark chapter 5, verse 28, she said, For she said, If I may touch his clothing, I shall be whole. In other words, her faith said, I don't care what the doctors have done. I don't care what people may think. I don't care if I'm weak and feeble. I don't care if I got to crawl. If I just touch it, I'm not giving you amen. Amen. The doctors didn't help me. But there's one that can help me. There's one that can deliver me. The value of believing was, amen, that value of believing caused her to get up and go to where he was at and snuck up behind him and stole herself a victory, stole herself a healing. She got a healing without asking for it. She got a healing without him saying you're healed. But amen. I say stole me. It means amen. She wasn't supposed to be there. But she snuck up behind. How many know the Lord already knew? Amen. Why don't you sneak down on your knees and pray and touch God? That'd be all right. Why don't you lift your hands up in the bed and just trust God? If you're sitting in the chair, why don't you put your hands up and trust God? Can God still move? Yes. Can God still heal? Yes. Uh, she reached out and touched him, and she was made whole. But while she's there, the Lord stops and says, Who touched me? In the crowd, amen, said, Who touched me? Peter and them said, Lord, they're, they're pressed upon you. They're throwing you. And how are you going to say, who touched you? I'm glad that the Lord knows who we are. I'm glad the Lord knows, amen, our name. I'm glad God knows our situation. I'm glad God knows, amen, who it is that's calling out to him. When we pray collectively, God knows your voice. God knows who you are. And God, amen, is able to answer each and every one of us, amen, by name, and able to heal, save, and deliver, amen, by name. Why? Because our God doesn't make any mistakes. 
He's not a confused God. He's not a God. Amen. A confusion. He knows who you are. Somebody said, he said, Lazarus, come forth. He said, if he'd said that, all the Lazarus would have got up. No, God wasn't confused who he was talking to. His voice went in. And the Lazarus he wanted came out. Because that's the Lord. He has the power. Amen. He said, I felt the virtue go out. I felt the healing go out. Amen. <laughs> and when she couldn't be hidden, she told her story. And the Lord said, thy faith has made thee whole. Be healed of the plague. Be healed of that completely. Amen. Thy faith, amen, has made thee whole. Anybody glad for the immediate healing of God, for the immediate deliverance of God. And God can still do it right now. I said, God can still do it right now. And I said, God can still do it, amen, right now. But we got to be willing to let it go and let God have it. Let go of our trouble. Let go of our hardship. Let go of our circumstance and say, God, it's yours. I need you to handle it, Lord. Everybody say, help us, Lord. You'll find a man, there's crisis that money cannot fix. There's crisis, a man, that position cannot fix. Amen. There's something that doctors cannot work out. Amen. She, a man, uh, wasn't able to be healed, spent all her money. Now she was bankrupt and felt that, amen, didn't get no better. But God allowed her to reach out, and she was healed. But now Jarius, after he did all that, he stopped and took care of that business. Wow. But I can imagine Jerry is saying, come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. There's times, amen, when you don't care who sees you cry. There's going to be times when you're not going to worry about, amen, what's the position you got. You need God. You need God to move. You need God to heal. You need God to deliver. I want you to know you're not going to worry, amen, about who sees you cry, who sees you weep, who sees you nervous, who sees you afraid. You're not worried about that. All you want to do is get a hold of the one that can make the difference, the one that can handle the situation. Amen. But wow. He was there. All of a sudden, one of the servants of, of Jerry's house, one of the people from Jerry's house came and said, Trouble not to master. Your daughter is dead. Your daughter is dead. What crushing words those were. Your daughter is dead. Listen, Jesus didn't wait for their words to resonate through him. They stripped him of all his hope. They stripped him of all his desire to see his daughter well. But immediately, if I say immediately, for the Bible says, hey, but when Jesus heard it, he answered him quickly. If I say quickly, he heard it and he answered. Sometime we got to let go of some things before it gets root in us. We got to say, God, here it is. I can't handle it. Amen. I don't want it to get rooted in me. Because when something gets rooted, it's hard to let go. Hurts are hard to let go of. Sufferings are hard to let go of. Words, as somebody said, are hard to let go of. Because, amen, they get down into your, your heart and your mind. And they begin to play on you. But if you can say, Lord, I can't handle this. I'm giving it to you. Let God have it. Look at somebody say, let God have it. You'll find he quickly spoke up when Jesus heard it. He answered. It wasn't to him. When he heard it, he answered him. The one said it, he answered. To both of them was, to, to uh, Jairus was, uh, he said, uh, amen. And he answered him, saying, Fear not, believe only, and she shall be made whole. I like this, Brother Darius, because the ruler didn't argue. He didn't argue, said, but he just told me. He said, Fear not. 
believe only, and thy daughter shall be made whole. Wow. Gad, fear not. Believe only, and she shall be made whole. Sister Maria, she shall be made whole. Sister Kathy, she shall be made whole. Sister Becky, fear not. Believe only, and she shall be made whole. There's the value of believing. The value, you can't put a price tag on the value of believing in God. Amen. Some of you are going through some things that you've got. The only thing you have left is your faith in God. You've been hurt. You've been broken. You've been going through. And all you've got left is the value, amen, of believing in God. Don't throw it away, but hold on to your value of believing in God. The Lord says in Hebrews, I believe Hebrews chapter 10, verse 35, it says, cast not away, throw not away your confidence, for it hath great recompense of reward. If you want to be delivered, hold on to your faith. If you want to see God move, hold on to your faith. If you want to see God do great things, everybody say, hold on. To your faith, the value of believing can make all the difference. Can make all the difference. Can make all the difference. The value of believing. Everybody say believing. Don't throw it away. Don't give up on it. He said, cast it not away. It has great, if I say great, recompense, a reward. Look at somebody say, it'll work for you. Come on, say, it'll work for you. Come on, say, it'll work for you. Amen, it'll bless you. If you don't give it away, if you don't throw it away, let God, amen, have what you believe. I believe he's able. I believe he's going to work it out. I believe he's going to open that door. I believe God. He is going to do it. So here he goes, walking back to his house. The daughter's dead. But Jesus said, believe only. Believe only. And she shall be made whole. Fear not. Believe only. Thy daughter shall be made whole. And what if we got any believers in the house today? Any believers listening that can say, I believe. And I'm not, amen, I'm not going to fear. But I'm going to believe that God can do it. I choose to believe that God can handle it. I choose to let go and say, let God amen, handle my situation. I choose to do it. It's your choice. My choice. Do I want to lay around for the rest of my life, amen, living in the doubts and the fears and the unbelief? Or do I want to, amen, cash in the value of believing God and see God move in a great way? I can't imagine what he went through on his way home. It don't sound like he was worried. It don't sound like he was talking back. They don't say Jarius said anything. Hey, man, all he heard was the word. And he, hey, man, the Lord spoke a word to him. Hey, man, hey, man, fear not. Believe only. Thy daughter shall live. I can imagine him walking. My daughter shall live. My daughter shall live. Hallelujah. My daughter shall live. Glory, my daughter shall live. I can see tears coming out of that. My daughter shall live. My daughter shall live. My daughter shall live. I don't know about anybody else, but that's a powerful, amen, value to believe me that she's dead, but now she's going to live. When I get there, she's going to be, she's going to live. When we arrive, she's going to live. Somebody say live. You say, well, Pastor, why you get excited? I get excited about the power, amen, the way, amen, and the glory and the God that we serve. I get happy because what a mighty God we serve. Angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adore him. And I get excited to know that Jesus 
is a healer. Jesus is a deliverer. Jesus. Everybody say Jesus. He can work it out. Somebody shout glory. Amen. Can somebody say touch me now, Lord? Come on, say touch me now, Lord. Come on, say touch me now, Lord. Anybody believe that he can do it? Say, touch me now, Lord. Amen. Somebody say, touch the saints now. Come on, say it like you mean it. Say, touch them now, Lord. Heal now, Lord. Deliver them now, Lord. Strengthen them now, Lord. Somebody say, do it, Lord. Can God do it? All he had to do was speak a word. The word was, fear not. Believe only. And thy daughter shall be made whole. Wow. What powerful words to those that believe. What powerful words to those that believe. What powerful words to those that believe. Do we have any believers here? Do we have any believers here? It don't sound like it. Do we have any believers here? Do we have anybody that believes that God can still do the impossible? He can still do the supernatural. He can still work it out. When they got to the house, <coughs> got to the house, glory to God, he could have been discouraged. He could have been down. But he had seen the amen. Traditionally, they had the mourners there. And they just mourning and whining and doing all that. Amen. Probably some soft music. Amen. To the dying music. That they died and all the weary. Amen. Weariness of dying and all. That's amen. The crying and the weeping and the sorrow of dying. But something in Jerry's kept him all going. Fear not. Believe only. She shall live. Believe not. If you're not, believe only and she shall be made whole. Is anybody, amen, catch the word today? Has anybody got a hold of the word? And the word is, if I fear not and believe only, I'm going to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. In the land of the living. Somebody say, right here, right now. Right here, right now. Amen. I'm not looking for the future. I'm looking for God to do it right now. Somebody shout glory. Jesus walks in. He said to them, amen, that wept and bewailed. But he said, weep not. She is not dead, but sleepeth. Them tears and bewailing. Stop. Bam. And they begin to laugh. You know them tears weren't real. When they begin to laugh him to scorn, making fun of him. You see, you can do whatever you want, but you can't stop the mission of God. You can't stop the miracle that God has for you. Amen. If you just fear not. And believe only. You set yourself up for a miracle of God. You set yourself up for the rewards of God. You set yourself up to be blessed by God. Do we have any believers that believe that God can still work miracles? That God can still work things out? That God can still heal? That God can still change? Amen. Yes, he can. Somebody say, yes, he can. And when... He went into the room. Amen. He put he put them all before I get there to the rest. He put them all. Sometime you gotta disconnect yourself. Disfriend some people because they're not good for you. Oh, you say, Pastor, that's me. There's some folks that are not good for you to even converse with all the time. You don't need to read their mail, and they don't need you to read your mail. You've got to be careful who you connect with. Not everybody is your friend. Somebody say amen. Not everybody is for you. 
Some just want to hear your stuff so they can tell your stuff. Amen. Somebody say amen. But if we can just make up in our minds, hallelujah, that I'm going to trust in God. He put them out and took, amen, Peter, James, and John went into the room. They were the believers. He took the mom and dad in there. The dad already believed because he came all the way. And all the way was, fear not. Believe only, and that daughter shall be made whole. He had that in him. And when he went in the room, he went in with expectation. He didn't say, oh, no, she's dead. You don't see that. Oh, no, she's not going to live. You don't see that. But he walked on in the room with Jesus, with the one that says, fear not. Believe only, and that daughter shall be made whole. And she shall be made Oh, praise God. Isn't that wonderful? He walked in. Now, I like what Jesus did. He didn't pray a long prayer. He didn't didn't pray and shake her head all over the place. He didn't do all of that. Oh, he just grabbed her by the hand. He took her by the hand and called, saying, made. Now, you know the other ones that tell us what that word is. I chose this one because... I ain't got to try to pronounce that word. But you're fine. He just took it by the hand. Say, made, arise. And the spirit, life came back in. He said, fear some food. Don't tell nobody what happened. He'd He'd have to say that. All the folks have said she was dead, see her alive, see, they'll know what happened. Right, right. We still hear it now. Hey Amen. That it still works. Faith can move the mountains. Believing can stop the flow, amen, of unbelief. It can move. But see, if you just look at the past, you'll be stuck in the past. If you look in the past and live the past, you'll never see the God of the present. You'll never see the God of the future. But if I can just believe the value of believing is, I'm not stuck in the past. I'm not stuck in the past trouble. But now, how do I say, but now, but now I'm trusting in God. But now I'm looking to God. But now I know something good is about to happen. I know that something good is on the way. Hallelujah. Because I know he's a God of the present. He's a God that can help me right now. And if I step into the future, he's got some blessings for me in the future. He's got some hope for me in the future. He's got what I need in the present. And in the future, praise God. Somebody shout hallelujah. Come on and shout hallelujah. Amen. Listen, listen, listen. All we got to do is focus on what God can do. Stop looking at what God didn't do yesterday, what God didn't do the day before, what God hasn't done. Start believing what God can do right now. He's a healer. He's a deliverer. He's a way maker. Oh, glory to God. And he can do it right now. Somebody say right now. Anybody today choose to let God handle your trouble. Choose to let God fix your situation. Choose to say, Lord, here I am. I'm tired of being broken. I'm tired of being hurt. Only God can heal the brokenness of your heart, the brokenness of your mind, the brokenness of your spirit. You know, can I say this? There's no man can heal your heart. No woman can heal your heart. All the Ben Franklins in the world cannot heal your heart. Only God can heal the hurts and the pain. And the sufferings, amen, of your life. Shout to the Mayasa. Hallelujah. Only God, amen, can fix your mind. Only God can lift you up. Only God can work it out. But you've got to let God have it and say, I'm yours, Lord. Everything I am, everything I'm not, I'm yours, Lord. Try me now and see. 
See if I, amen, will be completely yours. Amen. You see, amen, we have tried everything, and everything has failed. But we need to let God have it because you'll find, amen, drugs didn't do it. Alcohol didn't do it. Amen, the ways of the world hasn't done it. But there is a God that can do it. Amen, the value of believing, he is so valuable. Amen, can turn things around. It's so valuable believing. It can cause the sun to, sit, to stand still. The power of believing is a, a man, an axe head, falls off into the water. And he puts a stick out there and it floats back up to the stick. Amen. Listen. Amen. The value of believing. Amen. Can raise the dead. The value of believing can save and heal a sin-sick soul. Praise God. Wow. The value. When that came to me this weekend, the value, I got happy. The, amen. The value of believing. Amen. I said that could be the title. Let God, hey, let go and let God handle it. Yeah, that can be the title. But we need to let God have it. The man named Jarius didn't worry about his reputation. Didn't worry about his, his name. Didn't worry about his position. He came and fell at Jesus' feet looking for a miracle. There's times when it doesn't matter what all your friends may do and not do. It doesn't matter what your family may do and not do. There comes a time that you've got to believe God for yourself and say, Lord, here I am. I'm tired of living in the past hurts. I'm tired of living in the past, amen, frustrations. I'm tired of living in the past, God. I need a healing right now. I need to deliverance right now. I need a touch right now. And if you can believe it, you're setting yourself up for a miracle. Not emotional believing, but believing within. I know God can do it. Do we have any believers that believe God can still do it? Wow. Do we have any believers that believe God can still do it? Do we have any believers that still believe that in the power of miracles? Amen. The power that God can work miracles in your life. Anybody believe that God can still open doors for you? Hallelujah. Does anybody believe? Oh, that God is able. Cast not therefore away your confidence, your faith. Amen. It hath great recompense of reward. There's blessings. In the value of believing. Somebody shout amen. How many believe God can do it? Hallelujah. He's able to do what he said he would do. Amen. Those who just desire prayer. We're just going to have everybody come around the front. That desires prayer. Amen. As we have a song of worship. Amen. We're going to. Amen. We're going to pray that God will bless you. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us. Please like our podcast and leave us a five-star review. God bless and have an amazing week.